Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Pug Rescue of San Diego is an all-volunteer organization dedicated to the rescue and permanent placement of homeless, unwanted, neglected, abandoned, and relinquished pug dogs. On the line to tell us more is Susie Schutzman, Vice President of Pug Rescue. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Susie, I feel like every dog family has a certain breed that they gravitate towards. For you, it's pugs. What makes them so special? You know, I always wanted a pug 25 years ago. I had a neighbor who had a pug and they're little clowns. They're just, honestly, they're kind of like having a toddler full time, but they never fight or rarely fight. They always get along with everybody. They're goofy. They want to be with their person always. I mean, they're fine in a pack, but as far as a pug is concerned in any household, the person is their person. And they want to either be on you, next to you, walking, you know. And I've had people relinquish because of that. Well, I'm always tripping over the dog. I'm always, you know. But it's like they have to be with their people. And they're one of the one breeds that are like that. I mean, there's so many breeds who are, you know, could care less if you're home. But, I mean, not every breed. But there's pugs for sure are are people dogs and people pleasers. And they're just such loving. They're such a loving breed. And give us an overview of Pug Rescue of San Diego. So we've been in, uh, in existence since 1991. I was not in the rescue at that time. I joined in, in 1998. But we get dogs from private relinquishments and shelters, and we rehome them. So basically, when we take a dog in, we get all their medical taken care of. We have vet staff, North County, East County, South Bay, by the beach. I have vets everywhere. We take care of all of their medical needs. We'll get to that because that's extremely expensive. And then I have foster families as well all over San Diego. So when the dog comes in, like last night, I went and picked up a little pug from the shelter, drove it to its foster mom, and dropped her off. And then most foster families either have other dogs, so they eat their food and all that, but we do provide everything the dog needs. Last night, I dropped off fencing and kennels and a bed and food for this particular dog. But the fosters are the responsible to take all dogs to the vets. We pay the bills, and then they basically take care of the dog as part of the family until we place them in a forever home. So then we have our website and our social media, which change the face of rescue and we post these dogs online on Facebook, Instagram, our website. We have a waiting list of people so when they go on the website you're automatically emailed 
And then we find, you know, the foster is in charge of finding the forever home because they know the dog better than anybody else. And they interview families. We do house visits. We make sure that the fit is right for the dog. Because, I mean, when we get a pug puppy, obviously everybody and their brother wants a puppy. But that doesn't mean that you should have one. Mm. So we're very detailed on finding the right home because we want it to be a forever fix. We don't want this dog to be bounced around anymore. And we get them young and we get them old. So we have people who are just on our waiting list that want a senior. And then we have people that only want a puppy and they wait a little bit longer. But that's basically it in a nutshell. We have fundraisers throughout the year to raise money to pay for the medical. And we have a board of directors and there we're very, there's only four of us right now. But uh, we plan all the parties, we set up all the parties, we tear down all the parties, and we try to make money to save more pugs. You briefly mentioned this, but what are some reasons that a pug would be relinquished to pug rescue? Usually, well, no, there's no usually. We've had a lot of strays recently. When COVID hit, we called them the COVID puppies because people were working from home, people weren't going anywhere, people were staying at home. And they would get these dogs and then realize that once they went back to work, that dog depended on them being around 24-7. And they were out of control, zero training, bad manners. That's one of the reasons that typically we get a dog because of medical issues. Because pugs, just like any pure breed dog, have medical issues. With pugs, it's typically eye issues, skin issues, palate nares. They have to have regular dentals because they're squish face. Um, all brachiocephalic dogs have uh, really bad teeth. You know, we got a little dog in recently that the owner just could not afford the medical. And we can't help people take care of their dogs with medical if we're also relinqu- getting relinquished dogs. I mean, it would be lovely if we had that kind of funding, but unfortunately we don't. So we usually take them in, get the medical taken care of, and then adopt them out. But honestly, I try to tell people who balk at adoption fees, if you can't afford the adoption fee, you can't afford a a pug because they're going to cost you thousands in their lifetime. It's not like getting a mutt from the shelter. They're going to cost you money. It's rare that you have a senior pug that hasn't cost you thousands of dollars, but you know, they're worth it. They're, They're cool dogs. But yeah, I mean, we spend typically on each pug that comes in on the average between 800 and 1500 that's on the low end. Sometimes it can go up to $4,000, $5,000. We've had two this month costing us that much. And then we only adopt them out for under $800. So, you know, do the math. Hence why we have fundraisers. So that's typically why they're relinquished is for medical reasons. Sometimes it's just a busy lifestyle. I've been around long enough that during the recession, when people were losing their houses and jobs, you know, the dog is the one that's going to lose, mm-hmm. lose out. If it's between housing your family and housing your dog, you're going to house your family. So during recession, huge amount of relinquishments. COVID, huge amount of relinquishments because people went back to work. And now, I don't know, it's just, it's gone crazy. The shelters are packed with dogs. They are turning dogs away. And it's not just pugs, it's any breed. So what they're doing is they're relying on the pure breed rescues to pull the pugs and pull the lab and pull all the pure breed dogs because then we lighten up the load at the shelter. So we've had quite a few dogs from all the neighboring shelters 
I'm speaking with Susie Schutzman, Vice President of Pug Rescue of San Diego. How many pugs would you say you adopt out each year? We adopt out between 100, you know, low end is 100, high end has been 250. That 250 was more when there were not any other pug rescues in California, and we were pulling dogs from Northern California. But now that there's some other really good rescues pulling dogs, we pull mostly from just local areas. But 100, 150 is a typical year that we take dogs in. And why should someone choose to adopt from Pug Rescue instead of a reputable breeder? Because <laughs> there's not a lot of reputable breeders. Mm. I believe every breed has to have reputable breeders. We wouldn't be able to continue to breed. But unfortunately, especially when you go into rural areas, even here in San Diego, Tijuana will get a lot of unreputable folks who will adopt out this darling puppy who is usually sick. The good side about adopting from a rescue is you know that dog is being fully vetted. So you're not guessing. I mean, you can get a dog off of Craigslist. You can get a dog off of Facebook. And I tell you, we get these dogs into rescue because they'll go, oh, we got this dog off of Facebook or we got this dog off of Craigslist and it was really sick. So people aren't honest, unfortunately. And pugs are so freaking cute that they look beyond that and they don't look at the you know, where the dog has come from. And nine times out of 10, that dog is going to be sick or have issues. And you're supporting rescue when you adopt. So a lot of people still believe in just getting from the breeder. They're going to pay a lot more money. I've had people complain that $800 is a lot for a dog under a year old. I go, well, then go to your breeder, a reputable breeder. They're going to charge you over 2000 And, you know, when we adopt a dog out, we have them make sure they're neutered, they're spayed, nares, pallets, teeth, all that's done. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it for a while. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to do a dental, but check the prices of spaying and neutering. They're not, it's not cheap, and we get good discounts, but even with that, it's still a lot of money. Well, I ask this question anytime I talk to someone involved in animal welfare, but it just doesn't seem to sink in with some people, so I'm going to keep asking it. Why is it so important to spay and neuter our pets? Because there's too many out there. Just go to any... If you don't believe people when they say there's too many animals, go to a local shelter, volunteer your time, and see the amount of dogs that end up in shelters. I mean, they're not all purebreds. They're not all lucky. They're not the lucky ones that end up in homes or going into rescue. These are dogs that are euthanized right and left. Chihuahuas, pit bulls. I mean, it's insane the amount of people that are out there still breeding these dogs. And there's perfectly good ones sitting at the shelter. Pugs, you know, I don't, I'm don't, i not sure that they're overbred necessarily, you know, so I'm lucky with this breed. But, you know, if you don't believe in overbreeding or their overpopulation, go visit some shelters and it will change your idea of spaying, neutering. It's also healthier for the animal. I mean, they live longer. We get these senior females in that have never been spayed. They've been bred their whole lives. And they have pyrometria. They have life-altering diseases because they're not spayed. Males, I mean, you know, you get these dogs that are runners. Well, they're running because there's a dog in heat somewhere and they jump fences and they get hit by cars. I mean, it's just such an important aspect of your dog's health. And we deal with a lot of men who, oh, I never kept it, you know, the balls off my dog, but it's a dude. It's not the same. It's, it's healthier for the dog. They live longer. I personally have family members who have lost dogs for jumping fences because they're not neutered. It's just very, very important. 
And again, if you don't believe, go to a shelter, hang out for a week, volunteer your time and see how hard these people work to try to save as many dogs as they can and cats and cats. Oh my God. Don't don't even get me started on that. You know, cats need to be altered as well. There's just way too many and none of people that want them. I'm speaking with Susie Schutzman, Vice President of Pug Rescue of San Diego. What should someone know about pugs before adopting one? They should know that they're going to be an expensive dog to own. They routinely need a dental every other year, every three years max. That's going to cost you at least $500 to $1,000. You will have a lifelong companion that loves you unconditionally. They're amazing personalities. They're goofballs. They're great with kids. They're usually great with cats. They're great family dogs. They're not good exercise dogs. So if you're really into like a dog that you want to go running with, not a good fit. They'll go for a walk, but they are not good running dogs or hiking dogs. With their brachial cephalic, they have a hard time breathing. They do overheat really easy as at any brachial cephalic dog. So they are not yard dogs by any means. They just prefer to be on your bed or your couch. They can't handle excessive heat or cold. So we do get dogs, pugs in occasionally that have been yard dogs their whole lives, and they have all sorts of medical issues, not supposed to be left out in the yard. And what's involved in adopting a pug from Pug Rescue? What is that process like? Well, with social media, it's changed the face of rescue, like I mentioned earlier, because I will post a dog on Facebook or Instagram saying I need a foster family, and by then I get multiple applications. So what you do is you go to our website, PugSanDiego.com, fill out an application online, and then watch social media, watch our website for incoming dogs. And once the dog of your dreams pops up, then you reply to the email or reply to my phone number, which is all over the internet and Facebook. And then we turn your application over to the foster Depending on the dog, we could get up to 15, 20 applications for one dog. So that's a tough one. You know, the fosters really go through a lot to find the forever home for this dog. But, you know, when we get a senior, we might get one or two applications for that dog. But, yeah, so you apply on our Pug Rescue website. That's how you could do it. And then we start the process. We do home checks. We do interviews. We used to do home checks for every applicant but now we wait until they find the dog that they want to adopt and then we go through the process of interviewing and all that because each dog is individual so we don't want to waste any volunteers time and we are an all-volunteer organization nobody gets paid to do this have you ever had an applicant not get approved for a certain dog but then they reapply for another dog and get approved for that one yeah all the time we'll get the same people especially people that want a really young dog We'll get the same people who reapply every time for the young dog. And they realize that it's not like they're a bad applicant. I've only run into a couple people where I would not adopt a pug to them. But it's usually the same people that just want a young dog. They have one like a black female, a young black female. Forget it. I'm going to get 20 or 30 applications for that dog before it's even ready to be adopted. And so these people understand that it's not because they're a bad applicant. It's just that we found somebody that was a better fit for her. Or him. You mentioned that you are an all-volunteer force. Tell us about some of your fundraising events. Well, our next event is December 3rd at Big Rock Park in Santee, and it's our ex- a Christmas party. We have Santa Claus there for pug portrait um, photographs. Every party we have our boutique, we resell pug items. We have a barbecue at every 
fundraiser to sell food, keep people at the party. And we usually have a bake sale. We have we call our, our bake ladies. They buy make uh, gourmet goodies. And we always have a gigantic pug pen in the middle of every party. And every party goer brings their pugs, puts them in the pen, and that's the main focus. That's It's a playtime for pugs. So it's basically a pug get-together with a party wrapped around it. <laughs> we typically make around a couple thousand dollars per party, and that goes right into medical. Everything goes right back into the pugs. We don't have any administration costs or anything like that. So every penny we make on adoptions, parties, we do online fundraisers, everything goes towards medical. And that's between eighty and 120000 a year that we spend on medical. And what other annual events do you put on? Before COVID, we always had our Pugs and Kisses event. So we hope to go back to that. That's a wine and cheese party with Pugs. And the and cutest name ever. Pugs and Kisses, I know. And we, <laughs> we haven't been able to have it because of COVID and it's an indoor event. So we hope to start doing that again. Every February, we do that. And we usually do it around Valentine's. Then we have our St. Patty's Day party in March, and that's typically in Coronado. And we move our parties around so people that live in different areas of town, you know, it's closer to them. So we have our March party at Tideland Park in Coronado. And then we had a big May event up at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, but because of COVID and their staffing changes, we're no longer able to do that at this time. That could change. That was our biggest event, our biggest fundraiser. And then we have a end of the summer party, usually June or July. We've moved that into two of us at the Bay Area. And we have a Halloween party. I'm probably missing a party. Halloween party in October, our Christmas party in December. I think I'm missing a party, but yes, we usually have a holiday, a holiday for any of the big holidays. We have a party for that. And because, of course, everybody wants to dress their dogs up. For that particular, we have an ugly sweater contest at Christmas for pugs. And we usually have seven, up to seven events. Oh, shoot, that's the one I forgot. Our Pugtoberfest, which is in September. And that is a beer drinking, brought, and pugs, of course. And that's in Elk Home. And do you have a need for more fosters and or volunteers? We always need volunteers. That's been kind of hard as well since COVID. Everything's changed since COVID. We need volunteers to set up parties. We need volunteers to tear down parties. Need volunteers to work at parties. I'm always needing new fosters because people get burnt out or they just, their life changes and they can't foster anymore. And, or I have specific needs for fosters. Like there's most fosters can't take a pair of pugs because they have their own dogs. So I'll need specialty fosters for that. Specialty fosters for medically dogs, specialty fosters for terminal dogs. I myself since 1998 have been taking care of terminal and hospice and special needs dogs. Very few fosters do that. It's a lot of work. It's, it's more work than just taking care of a regular pug because it's usually for the life of the dog. And senior fosters the same way. It's usually for the life of the dog unless we could adopt the dog out. So I'm always needing new fosters. Call it fresh blood. So, you know, get new people in. Get new people involved in the rescue and they understand what's going on. They usually see us through social media and they reach out to my email, which is adoptions at Pug San Diego for my phone number. I don't know if you want my phone number on here, but it's all over social media. So they either call me or email me and then we get them started. And tell us how we can find you on social media. Um, it's the Pug Rescue San Diego on Facebook. And then I also post on my personal page, which is a public page. It's Susie, S-U-Z-I, Schutzman, S-C-H, 
U-T-Z-M-A-N. So it's on the Pug Rescue San Diego page or my personal page. And then adoptions at PugSanDiego.com will get you directly involved in my phone number. So I get new people all the time and new people that, you know, are new to the rescue. And it's nice to see new faces. It's also nice to see old faces. Oh, we're also in the Pride Parade. I forgot to tell you. We have a big contingency in the Pride Parade every year. Very popular. I've been speaking with Susie Schutzman, Vice President of Pug Rescue of San Diego. Anything else you think we should know? Get involved. If it's not with Pug Rescue, get involved with another rescue. Get involved with the, the shelter. Do your part to save an animal's life. Without volunteers, we can't stay in business. And without financial support, we can't stay in business. We can't, you know, we can't continue rescuing dogs without financial support. So if you can't do it in person, you can't be available to volunteer, donate, 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 donate. It's save an animal's life. Thank you for talking with us today. And thank you for making a difference in the lives of our furry friends. You're welcome. Thanks for having us on. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.